Do you like pop culture? I do. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you, Andrew. Oh. If you enjoy movies, television, all that kind of stuff, uh, we have a lot of fun on Sif Pop Podcast, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. So you can come check us out every week. You can listen live or just download it to your podcast feed. Every single week, Aaron breaks down the newest movies that are big in theaters, and I make funny noises. <laughs> you could probably pick one of those that you would like. You can join us every weekend live by looking at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA, or you can find us in your podcast player of preference by searching for Sift Pop. Welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast, a Studio DNA podcast. We're available on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. You can become a patron of our show and the Studio DNA Network by going to patreon.com slash studio DNA to find out more. Now, here's the show. Welcome to the Horror Movie Podcast. My name is Jack. Thanks for tuning in and uh, downloading this episode. This week, Spider-Man 3. And it's brought to you by Jake Wilburn. Jake, how's it going? I'm doing good. Got my black suit on, ready to go. Oh, is that a symbiote? (laughs) Uh, And we have producer Phil also here. He has a Spider-Man shirt on. Yes, and I can do whatever a spider can. Spectacular Phil. He's here. He produces lots of stuff for us. Uh, he is the all-star among all-stars. He is the smash mouth of all-stars. That's how all-star he is. Um, <laughs> we are talking about Spider-Man 3, a movie starring the effervescent Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. What are, what's our thoughts about Toby Maguire? Phil, what's your thought on the Toby Maguire? I'm trying to think of... Movies I've seen. I'm going to find some Tobey Maguire movies. We're going to go to Tobey Maguire's Wikipedia page, and we're going to talk about Tobus Maguire, Tobias Vincent Maguire. Tobias. That's it. Is that his really name? Tobias Vincent Maguire. TVM is what they called him in high school. (laughs) Uh, June 27th, 1975. He's 43 years old. He's from Santa Monica. He grew up with the band Everclear, who sang the songs. I'm just joking. Okay. Uh, And then uh, he uh, is married, but. Recently divorced as of 2017. Sad. Um, it is sad. It's, it's, you know, don't want that to happen. He has uh, been nominated for a uh, Screen Actors Guild and Golden Globe uh, Awards, been nominated, and he's received two Saturn Awards, which when you win a Saturn Award, they give you a 2006 Saturn View as the uh, as your prize. Great job. Oh, uh, I forgot about Pleasantville. So he, I, I love Pleasantville. He, yeah. uh, let's go over he some movies that he, Tobias McGuireson, Tobias Vincent McGuire has been in. His uh, list, he was in The Wizard uh, in the... Uh, Whoa, was he really? Uh, in, in Video Armageddon with uh, in The Wizard, which, by the way, wow. no one has ever brought The Wizard on this show. I t- absolutely 
want to do the, the movie. Is that the, the one where I'll do it. Like Fred Super, Savage Super Mario Super Brothers 3 comes out? That, oh, that, please, please. That was an let hour, me in, let hour me in and a half one. commercial for that game, by yes. the way. I love it. Please let me in on Pleasantville, that Pleasantville, Fear and Loathing in uh, Las Vegas. I haven't seen that one. Cider House Rules was a big one for him. That was a big... Uh, uh, he is a very popular person, uh, a very big actor at this point. Cats and Dogs, he did the voice for Lou the Beagle, which you all remember. Uh, <laughs> he was in Spider-Man... He was in Sea Biscuit. Oh, that's Remember right. Remember the Sea Biscuit? Yes. Uh, Superman. Uh, Superman. Spider-Man Two. Uh, he was in uh, Tropic Thunder as himself, which is silly. He's he just a cameo. Spider-Man Three. Uh, he was in Brothers. Uh, he was in The Great Gatsby. Uh, he dressed up as a flapper in that one as Nick Carraway. Wait, you're, you're naming movies that he was um, producing, not that he was in. No, I think he was in The Great Gatsby. Maybe he produced it. Who cares? No, he, he uh, and then have, uh, <laughs> yes, he also cares. did a voice. He was in Gra- Great Gatsby, but he was he not in the other movies that for, Jack just mentioned. Uh, he was did a voice for the <laughs> Boss Baby as well. He's a ba- voice basically, actor. he hasn't done anything since the Spider Man movies. Which baby? What's talking say? about? Which baby? What is he? What has he acted in in the Spider Man movies that you've seen him anymore. in? I, 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 well, let's move on. Um, Jack Toby, has lost, lost interest. Tobias Vincent McGuire. Uh, we we remember you, sir, for your great work. Uh, we have uh, also in this, I want to give some honor to someone who's in this before we start talking negative about this movie. Uh, Avi Arad, I've talked about him before on the show. Uh, last week we did Venom, uh, the movie. He also helped produce that movie. But Avi Arad uh, was in charge of basically the, the whole Marvel Universe for a long time, Marvel Comics. Uh, he's in charge of that uh, up into the ni- uh, late 90s uh, and... Uh, and uh, he had a big fight over control of Marvel Comics anyway. But before that, he was in the Israeli army. Uh, he, uh, he's the son of a Holocaust survivor uh, in, from Poland. Uh, he, uh, came, he, he, fought in, uh, he fought in the uh, Israeli army as well. Uh, he got shot in the Six-Day War uh, and was wounded. He then came to America, uh, went to Hofstra University, uh, to study industrial management. He worked as a truck driver. He worked as a Hebrew teacher at Hebrew school. And then uh, he graduated college with a uh, business, with a BBA. What's a BBA? Uh, business administration, probably. Okay, so there you go. Anyway. Bachelor's in business We want to give honor to Avi. Great job, Avi. Uh, but with that said, we are still going to talk poorly about Spider-Man 3. <laughs> I always want to give some honor to a guy, that hardworking guy, has just... Blood, sweat, and tears uh, for Marvel, but uh, again, that guy has had a lot of jobs. Yeah, he's and now he's rolling with oh, the homies, he's, man. He's making more money than all three of but us. But ups combined. and downs. I mean, just ups and downs. Oh wait, well, I'm talking about way more than that. He's got a palatial estate somewhere. How do you, like? How much do you think he gets paid? A lot. I don't know. This movie alone made eight hundred ninety million dollars. We're is, talking about. Is he getting a percentage cut or is he getting flat? I don't know. He he gets paid beforehand, right? Anyway, I so, would think so. I don't know how that works. So what we'll, was we'll imagine that we do? Um, all right. So, do you remember the first time you saw this movie? Where you saw it, Jake? Um, I think I saw it in theaters. I think I remember watching this in theaters and thinking, okay, that probably is the last one of those. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I really did because like, I got to that third movie, and I think I remember telling someone, I just don't see this. Like they 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 have they have absolutely just thrown everything in the kitchen sink in this thing. They've got three villains in it. Uh, 
You know, there was no Rhino. That was about the only one that wasn't in this one. Yeah, I, I went to see Venom, which we'll, t- we'll probably get into this and why he's in the movie when he shouldn't have been. So I guess it worked what they were trying to do because right. I went to see it because I was like, oh, Venom's going to be in this. And then that was one of the worst parts of the movie. Yes. With that said, um, w- I watched this in the theater again thinking this has got to be the last one of these. Phil, do you remember when you saw Spider-Man 3? Yeah, in theaters. I, I want to say maybe Jessica and I were dating. We weren't yet married. I, I want to say we maybe went to go see this on a date, but I don't know. I, I definitely saw it in theaters, though. Okay, so let's do this. Uh, before we talk about the movie itself, it is time. It is time. I fall some deets. The details of the movie. Spider-Man 3. The greatest battle lies within Spider-Man 3. Wow, they really doubled down on that Venom piece of the movie. Sam Raimi directed this uh, beautiful beautiful, uh, disaster. Produced by Laura Ziskin, Avi Arad, and Grant Curtis. Screenplay by Sammy, uh, Sam Raimi, Sammy Raimi, Sam Raimi, Ivan Raimi, and Alvin Sargent. uh, Based on Spider-Man. Uh, which was created by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko, starring Tobey Maguire as a guy dressed up as Spider-Man with really nice hair. Kirsten Dunst. Man, she's a Broadway actress with a heart of gold, but she's not a very good Broadway actress, (laughs) and they want to get rid of her after opening night. Right. Yikes. <laughs> is Bette Midler around? Can we get her here? James Franco. Uh, he is in this movie as well. He plays James Franco in this role. <laughs> Thomas Hayden Church. You might remember him as Lowell from uh, Wings. There was a point in the early 2000s to late 2000s where Thomas Hayden Church could do nothing wrong, and he was a big-time, huge monster actor. Topher Grace. That's right. That's not Tobey Maguire. This is actually Topher Grace. Uh, they found the same clone clone machines in the bottom of Epcot Center, and they've got two great ones in Tobey Maguire and Topher Grace. Bryce Dallas Howard, she looked at her dad and said, Dad, can I be in a Spider-Man movie? He said, whatever you want, hon. So here she is. It's Bryce Dallas Howard uh, as uh, Gwen Stacy. Rosemary Harris, J.K. Simmons... Uh, award-winning actor as John jo- J. Jonah Jameson and uh, James Cromwell uh, plays James Cromwell in this movie. Um, release date May fourth, two thousand seven, um, and uh, a budget of two hundred fifty-eight million and a box office of eight hundred and ninety million dollars. Made a lot of money. Made a lot. The of Spider-Man money. franchise is considerably, folks. Um, one of the hugest franchises ever. You these first three movies just monster. And and again, that they're, doesn't they're mean printing money. Yes, for these. just because it made money doesn't mean that it's this no, high no. art beauty beauty yep. project. <laughs> anyway, um, there we go. I would love to see that as well in the live chat. Uh, David uh, has said he uh. He wants to see James Franco reshoot this as the Tommy Wiseau character playing Harry Osborn. That would be really, really good. And I'm sure he would say, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> anyway, so um, 30-second synopsis. Uh, hi, Peter. Hi. hi. <laughs> um, 
who wants to? You want paper, rock, scissors to see who does thirty Phil, seconds? Phil should do it. I want Phil to do oh, it. I don't, I don't remember the plot. Uh, of this I, movie can, I can do it, or you can do it. <laughs> right. Either way, I'm not I'll Jake. Take, I'll take a step. You're up. Okay, Honestly, take a stab at this. Jessica and I rewatched all three of these movies not that long ago, but I still can't remember them. Okay, so are you ready? I guess. Here we go. <laughs> Jake <laughs> Wilburn, Spider-Man Three, thirty-second synopsis. If you do not do this correctly. A symbiont will enter your eyeballs, but S- then symbiotes. a symbiote will enter your eyeballs, and you will become Topher Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty seconds to nothing, and go. Wilhelm scream. Uh, so Tobey Maguire starts to get uh, a little cocky before he, he wants to propose to uh, Mary Jane. Uh, three villains <laughs> are trying to cause him some trouble and he has to take them on at the same time with his new black suit uh, which eventually comes off of him infects Eddie Brock who becomes Venom and he also has Sandman and he also has <laughs> I can't remember who the other villain is new who Goblin. becomes a good guy and uh, they don't get married in the end no I got it yuck somewhere Topher Grace's <laughs> Somewhere Topher Grace is crying because he wanted to become Jake. Um, Very stinking good. We'll be right back. Spider-Man 3. And we're back. Welcome to the Horror Movie Podcast. My name is Jack. Thanks for tuning in and downloading. Uh, We have Jake Wilburn with us today. Yep. Tell it to my father. Raise him from the dead, why don't you? Burn. We have it's produ- an actual line from the movie. It is a line from the movie. James Franco. Uh, Phil, producer Phil, um, do you wish that... W- w- which one of these villains in this movie, between the Hobgoblin, <laughs> uh, Sandman, or Venom, and not Spider-Man, you can't be Spider-Man, Okay, those three, you have to have those powers to save the world uh, today, like right now. Which would you pick? Um, honestly, I'd probably do Sandman. Got some crazy powers, man. Yeah. I mean, he's essentially um, like if you're taking a, a, you know, a key from the DC universes, he's basically um, uh, Clayface. He is, yeah, similar. See, yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he, he can be sure. whoever he wants. He can take whatever shape he wants. Um, I mean, he's just gonna have sand around him. <laughs> Maybe that's a limitation, though. Key, key weakness. <laughs> that is true. That is a key weakness too. As but, much of a strength that is. But, honestly, but like, luckily, everywhere he goes in this movie, including <laughs> one scene where he's like, "I need to run away." Oh, good. Here's a truck full of sand. <laughs> it does work out pretty. You just pretty have handily. to stay far, far away from water. The beach would be like his greatest place and his worst place. Yeah. Wow. Sand, you know, I didn't. A lo- golf course. I didn't love he could, any he of the could retire. Movie, he could retire to a golf course. I didn't love any of the villains in this movie, but Sandman was probably my favorite. Yeah, because he meant well. He listen, listen. I know he killed some people. I know he stole some stuff, but he's got a sick daughter. And that's okay. That it makes it okay if you're doing criminal things, if there's a story arc in a movie that oh, he was just trying to provide for his family. It makes it fine. Don't you guys think? Yeah, you can kill Uncle Ben, it's fine. It's okay. His kid was sick. He had to steal the diamonds and the gold from the pawn shop. Uh, no, he had to steal the money from the wrestling match with uh, Macho Man <laughs> right. Ran- with Macho Man Randy Savage. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, so he had to steal that, and Uncle Ben was just trying to give him positive stuff, and he was he did, gave such a good speech, his hand twitched, and accidentally shot Uncle Ben. Yep. With, what a horrible with thing. With a double action revolver with 
several pounds of pressure that you have to put on the trigger to shoot. That's, that's really okay. sad. That's, that's okay. But a real thing. Um, <laughs> David in the live chat, David can barely pick up his daughter's rocket. <laughs> how did he punch through the roof of the armored truck? He hadn't learned how to use his power. Yeah, yet. He, they had not morphed yet. Uh, and his daughter did give him a lo- his daughter did give him a locket with her own face in it, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. Anyway, uh, okay, so we got uh, we're ready to go. It's the plot for Spider Man Three. Uh, did I mention the greatest battle lies within Spider Man Three? Um, so Spider Man Three begins uh, with um, everything is sunshine, lollipops, rainbows, unicorns for Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Everything is great. The city loves Spider-Man. This Mary Jane has ascended to greatness, and she's on Broadway. She's a maybe a C-minus level actor, but she is on Broadway singing, kind of okay, pretty decent. And he gets a ticket. He sits down. That's something before this movie. He would always have something come up. He's finally sitting down. He's got the Spider-Man thing down pat. He sits down uh, and he's watching the watching the the play. It's, everything's peachy keen. He looks around and there's Harry Osborne. He's there as well. Remember in the prior movie, uh, Harry's dad passed away, or is that the first movie? Mm, in the, uh, second, the second movie. movie is when he sees him with his dead yes. father and blames Peter yes. slash Spider Man because he doesn't know his identity. Yes, and so he um, but so he talks to him. Uh, he sees him outside of the theater. He follows him outside after the play is over. Uh, and what's he say to him, Jake? Uh, I don't remember. You just read it to me earlier. Oh, yes. Okay, sorry. I was trying to, I was confused of which of the terrible lines that he has where he's no. like, this pie is so good, but that's like, <laughs> tell that to <laughs> tell that to my father, raise him from the dead. I I can't. Oh, his his line his character's so bad. His lines are so bad. They are bad. It's bad. Tobey Maguire goes out there and and it's like, hey, uh, Harry, we need to talk. Buddy. We need to talk, buddy. And he says, tell it to my dead dad. Resurrect him from the dead. And tell him to his face. And tell him his, to his resurrected face. face. Woo! That was. He <laughs> then talks to Mary Jane. Mary Jane's like, oh, it didn't go so well. I don't feel great about it. Uh, we find out the next day that re- the reviews are in. Mary Jane. Horrible. <laughs> so now, now everything that was beautiful is is starting to fall already fall apart a little bit. Yep. We run into uh, Marco, who's the uh, what's his first name? Flint. Clint. Marco. Flint. I don't know. Marco. Draco Malfoy. The what? Sandman. Sandman. Uh, his character. What is his name? Marco is the last name. Why am I having a hard time it's with Flint, this? Flint, right? Yeah. Flint. 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 Or Flint. Flint. Marco. Flint. Marco. I thought I had it right. Okay. Flint. Marco. And he um, sees, goes to see his wife. He's been in trouble with the law. He's been uh, an armed robber. He gets in trouble for that. Um, and we, we get to meet him for the first time. He goes and talks to his wife. His daughter's there. I'm going to have to go away for a while, honey. I got to go be a mechanic in an uh, air, airport in uh, Nantucket. Uh, and so I'm going to go away for a while. I'm also running from the police. And uh, so I'm going to go away. He runs away. The police uh, chase him uh, because he's on the land for armed robbery. He falls into what I'm going to entitle a science hole. Okay, okay. Can I say something about this? Okay, so he's running from the cops in the middle of the night, and he's like, you know, aimless, goes into a fence, and there's a sign on the fence that says, Danger. 
particle physics test facility. <laughs> Science. Like, oh, yeah. oh, I no, sorry. I didn't know <laughs> what this was. And now that I know it's a particle, no one wants to go into that. And then all of these scientists are in this big room doing this like big test in the middle of the night. Yeah, that's when I you mean, t- it's like, what? Yeah. He falls into the hole. The particle accelerator blows up into him. There's some sand around him. He ends up turning into Sandman. And uh, he's going to give you a dream. And that dream is going to be, you know, drown you in sand. Nightmare. Nightmare. So anyway, that is how Sandman is created. Bang. We don't have to worry about him now for several minutes in the movie. (laughs) Um, Now, on to our next villain. Uh, Right after the play, musical, whatever it was, uh, Mary Jane and Tobey Maguire are just in, they're loving each other. They love out on each other. Web hammock. He has made a web hammock. She knows he's Spider-Man and she's just loving it because it's Spider-Man and it's Mary Jane and they're laying in this web hammock uh, and the reviews are not in yet so everything, everyone's still happy. Uh, and all of a sudden, over the hill, you see a meteor <laughs> crash to Earth. <laughs> Apparently in silence, and apparently without his spidey sense going off. <laughs> because then they're laying there, nothing happens. He jumps off the spider hammock. They're like, we love each other so much. Everything's so good. We love you. The symbiote crawls onto the back of his uh, little scooter, and I mean his bike, and it crawls onto the back of the uh, license plate and follows him back to his apartment. Foreshadowing. So um, he's at school at one point. He's still in college. Uh, Gwen Stacy's character. Tell us about Gwen Stacy's character. You guys ex- expand on Gwen Stacy. Just in Just general. In general? In the, in the comic. Tell us about Because she's in this movie, but she's out of order from yeah. where she is normally. She is Spider-Man's first girlfriend in, in the mm-hmm. comic book, right? Yeah. He, he never dated in high school. When he goes to college, he meets Gwen. Um, and they hit it off very quickly. She, she actually becomes his wife. So, and then she falls, yes, from something. He saves her with the, his webs, but <clears throat> like in real life, um, the webs break. Yeah. Uh, like it's such a long fall, and it the he just barely has one shot at getting her, and it breaks her neck or arm yeah, or leg. This or, is depicted in the second movie, isn't it? Or the second uh, Amazing Spider-Man movie? Yes. Um, but yeah, he um, Green Goblin actually throws him off of the Brooklyn Bridge. Her off of the Brooklyn Bridge. And as she's falling, he tries to save her life and then breaks her back or neck or something like that in the process and kills her, which is obviously not his fault. But of course, he always takes the blame for it. So um, I just feel like um, she's actually, one, I think, one of the most intriguing characters in all of like spider lore. Like, I don't think Mary Jane is a particularly impressive character from the comics, but Gwen Stacy actually is really interesting. The reviews are in and. Phil does not think that Mary Jane is very convincing. The I, reviews are in. I think she's an okay character. She um she's not interesting in her own right. Like she's only interesting in relationship to Peter, in my opinion. Um so with that said, with that said, Gwen Stacy's in his college class. Do they have a romantic thing in this movie? Kind of. Gwen? Yeah, I don't remember. Well, that's like the whole thing, because she ends up kissing him. Was kissing Spider-Man and in, in the thing and their lab part. There's like a jealousy thing going on. Does she have blonde with hair? Mary Jane. Yes, yeah, she does she have blonde, blonde hair. So like Bryce Dallas Howard has red hair in real life, and she played a blonde hair, and then Kirsten Dunst, who is blonde, becomes <laughs> a redhead. That is interesting. 
Yeah. Uh, so they are now. Uh, we we've set up our villains. Hobgoblin, Hobgoblin or Green Goblin? I think he. I don't need. Which, I don't think it's actually we, said. I don't think it's actually the, the new the name, Goblin. The name Goblin. Hobgoblin is not actually said in the movie, but I I'm, yeah. I think that's what he is. I mean, Hob- Hobgoblin is mostly orange in color and stuff like that, but right. they just call him New Goblin in in Wikipedia. So yeah, they don't they don't give him a name in the movie. I don't think it's just Harry. Um, I I, I did not. I I wasn't familiar with James Franco, and he has gone on to do. Big, like bigger stuff, yeah. more important movies and stuff like that. Um, he was honestly awesome in the Tommy Wiseau movie. Like, I really liked him a lot. So he's he's a, an accomplished actor. I could not stand him in this movie. Garbage. He was very weird and whiny and yeah. Well, a I, lot of I don't know. Like, just the way that he looked and the, and delivered lines and stuff like that. Yep. He's very smarmy and like, like from from scene one, I was just like, oh, I hate this guy. Um, so they, um, so there's that villain. So now we've got three villains set up because then the symbiote at one point, what, what point does he take over, uh, Spider-Man? Spider-Man likes to sleep in his spider suit apparently. Hmm. Uh, and so it like follows him into his room and it hangs out for a good portion of the movie. And when Spider-Man's sleeping in his suit, it crawls into his bed and infects his suit. Okay. And so then it's a black mm. suit, right? Yep. And then the, they, the con Dr. Connor. Who they never turned into the lizard, by the way, in this in these in movies. In this one, yeah. Which is dumb. Dr. Connor's in this? Yeah. Wow. He's his professor. He, he has like two minor scenes where he's like, oh, look at this little weird specimen you brought. Hey, you got it in I here. hope you what didn't keep you any of it. Like, I uh, hope you don't mess around with this. They were, already, uh, they were already doing three villains. What's more? One more. They right. could be four. They right. should have threw him in there. <laughs> um, so then they, um, so he's in there. He finds out the symbiont is uh, like a parasite, basically. Um, but, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, and so he, but he has all these extra powers. The cool transformation, the coolest transformation in the whole movie, has nothing to do with CGI. Has everything to do with Topher, or not Topher, Toby Maguire, same person. Toby Maguire turning into basically the lead singer from uh, My Chemical Romance because he starts to part his hair kind of over and down over his eyeballs, and his eyes have darkened out a little bit, like he's in a like he's in a cool emo band. His uh, new superpower for the black suit is incredible pheromones because he just like walks down the street and every girl <laughs> like he's doing like the finger guns yeah. <laughs> and he's like doing all this like super lame stuff. And all these girls are just like, oh, like fainting in the street over. And I'm like, what is going yeah, on? It's, it's the really greasy weird. hair. It's like that comb oh, over greasy hair. That so bad. He's so good looking. So they um, so they uh, the big first fight. He doesn't really fight. Does he fight Marco at when he with the symbiont suit as as Sandman? How do how do all the stories converge between Sandman, between Venom, and a Hobgoblin? Okay, so the the Hobgoblin thing kind of happens on the on the side because at the in the climax and the final battle, he ends up joining him, right? So like they Ooh, he, he never really yeah. is like the third villain at the same time as the other two. Uh, the Sandman's you know existing, trying to steal more money for his daughter and whatever, and yeah, keeps which is fine by because he's got a sick daughter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then, it's okay that he stole stuff. It's fine. <laughs> so then, fast forwarding to when Venom, when Eddie Brock becomes Venom, Venom goes and tracks him down, Sandman, and is like, "Oh, you hate Spider Man? I hate Spider Man too. You're just trying to help your daughter because somehow I know that, uh, <laughs> and so we should both team up to kill Spider Man and Peter Parker." Now, Hobgoblin also, I forgot about this part, Hobgoblin and Spider-Man fight, and they fight, and uh, but the Goblin throws this pumpkin bomb thing at him, and Spider-Man's new super fast reflexes with Venom 
now now infused with venom, uh, catches it and throws it back at him, and that's explodes and it cuts his face all up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and it makes him makes him deform. Well, and so bef- like Don't look towards at me, the beginning, of the, they have two big battles at the in the during the first battle. Harry hits his head and gets amnesia, and so then he's like, oh. I forgot all about that stuff. So we're friends now. And then later he's like, he gets a ghost appearance from his dad. And he's like, oh, yeah. Dude, the ghost stuff I was just, so oh, I hate, terrible. I hate. I, that's, that was a big part of what uh, uh, I really liked Man of Steel until the ghost stuff. Yeah. When, it's like, come on. So anyway, yeah. So the ghost comes back, his, talks to him. When his dad starts talking to him, he's just like, know. stop, Avenge stop. me, Harry. <laughs> so, so basically, though, Peter... Um, tattles on Topher Grace's character Eddie Brock um, for uh, fake, play, fake, fake news, Spider-Man fake, fake news, <laughs> plagiarizing, <laughs> plagiarizing his story, uh, and he, J. Jonah Jameson fires him and uh, rehires Peter. Well, this sends Eddie Brock over the flipping edge, and he is out for vengeance. <sighs> He's at the church. Venom gents. He's at the church. Oh, this scene was bad. He's at the church praying on his knees. Dear Lord, please let Peter Parker be killed Die a by a death. large boulder from off of a cliff, a la Coyote Roadrunner style. <laughs> because or 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 um holding a bouquet filled with dynamite, a la Coyote and Roadrunner style. And um, let me, Eddie Brock, become the best journalist ever and have my own thing called the Brock Report and have me star in <laughs> my own movie as Venom. And then, unbelievable. Amen. Hey, the Lord comes through because the bell starts ringing. Bong! Bong! And this whole place is vibrant. And he's like, what's going on up there? The Lord's coming through for me. And... This is upstairs. Peter Parker is fighting off with vibration power, the Venom symbiote. He loved being the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. He loved all the ladies he uh, was able to talk to after he went uh, driving down the, the down down the block. <laughs> he loved it, but he found out that this Venom creature is bad for me. It's bad. It's like drugs. Don't do them. Dare program. This bell is the dare program, and it's making... The symbiont, symbiote, symbiote, uh, symbiote, uh, uh, detached from him. And then there's a little bit, the venom, venom starts to come down and, uh, venom comes down from the bell shaft as, uh, Eddie is looking up and the, the venom symbiote goes directly into his mouth. Actually, probably eyeballs, mouth, ears. I think eyeballs are the last thing. Cause that's what you see. His eyes get all wide. And I always, yeah. I can't take the, uh, I, I don't ever get a flu shot. Yes, I don't know if I've ever told you guys this. But I, I never get a flu shot, um, and I definitely will never get the mist. Oh, shot because yeah. I feel like this is what this would be like. <laughs> the, some entering the disease entering my head to kill me. Here we go. I feel like I'm being under attack. Anyway, well, you know how I, you know how I uh, keep myself from getting sick. How I, I just have, I just find someone who is sick, and I say sneeze right in my face. <laughs> And that works out well for you, oh, I guess. It inoculates yeah. me, man. Okay. Just sneeze right in my face. And they go, it's just right. allergies. I'm like, that's not true. Can I do that, the honors <laughs> oh, sometimes? Like when I get sick, can I be the one? Um, I We'll, we'll find out. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to test your breath, see what your breath's like. Because okay. that, that grosses me out, too. Okay. So, anyway. I digress. <laughs> 
The symbiont <laughs> enters into Eddie Brock's face, his ears, eyes, nose, and throat. He goes to an oncologist. They go, look, you have got a symbiont in your lungs. You're, you're going to die probably or become super strong, depending on how good the symbiont fit is. Anyway, so there you go. Anything? You have anything else to say that I've rambled for 10 minutes about nonsense? So, I, I guess. It doesn't really explain why. 10 seconds. 10 seconds. No, I have nothing in 10 <laughs> seconds, so I'll see you after the break. All right, so when we come back from the break, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tighten it down, and Jake's going to take us home. Yeah, Spider-Man 3. And we're back. <laughs> Brought to you by the Wilhelm Scream. It's in every movie you've ever seen. Promise you. It's right. probably in this one. It is in this one. Um, so check this out, folks. Um, we're talking about Spider-Man Three. We've got uh, Jake Wilburn. We have producer Phil, and then my name is Jack. Hi, how are you? Good. Good to see you. Okay. Okay. Um, so we are talking about this. Uh, Spider-Man has uh, been able to get the Venom symbiote off of him. However, deep down and below. Uh, him in the church that he was in, which is, uh, as uh, David in the live chat said, is probably the church from uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, and it falls, the symbiote falls on him. And now Eddie Brock was a dorky journalist. <laughs> and now he's, now he's cool, mad, evil guy. And has fangs. He has fangs. <laughs> Why did he have fangs? It's not explained. He just all of a sudden grows fangs. Peter Parker didn't have fangs. Right. What is it about Venom that makes people cool? The black suit? I don't think that Venom made Topher Grace cool. No one, <laughs> no one can make Topher Grace cool. He just cool. gave him fangs. <laughs> Tad Hamilton? You ever seen that movie? Went a date with Tad Hamilton? You ever seen that movie? I like that movie. It's got Topher Grace in it. I like it. I was never a big That 70s Show fan, but the one thing he has done that I liked, went a date with Tad Hamilton. He's also in... Ocean's Eleven, I believe, as well. As basically as himself, as the young actor who's being taught cards by uh George Clooney's character. No, Brad Pitt's character. All right, here we go. Eddie Brock. Uh now he goes on a rampage. Uh he's trying to get Peter Parker. I'm gonna kill Peter Parker. And so he uh now Spider Man's got Venom, Sandman. And he has got to figure out a way to stop his best friend, Harry Osborn, uh, from ending everything and also killing him. So he's got three horrible villains. Yep. What do you think about this, Jake? Uh, this quagmire that he's in. Yeah, yeah. Too, well, too many villains. But uh, So he tries to go back to Harry and say, Harry, you don't understand. Mary Jane's in trouble. They have this elaborate plot where they are hanging her from a taxi uh, on this construction site. So I can't do this on my own. Let's do it for Mary Jane. And he's like, no, get out of here. I'm, I'm not interested. You know, you blew half my face off and killed my dad, so get out of here. Uh, his butler comes up and says, uh, Harry, I know I've waited until the end of the third movie in the trilogy to tell you this, but actually he didn't kill your dad. You shouldn't be mad. Go help him. Uh, he saw it because his yeah. the dad basically killed himself. Yeah, right, right, right. So the butler like picks this time to intervene out of nowhere. And he so, could have saved him a long time ago. This right. is not an Alfred level. Uh, no, no, no. Alfred right. at, as a butler is is the highest level butler. This is a mid level butler. Doesn't understand even how to fill in gaps and in information. Right, as a butler. Yeah. So 
uh, Spider-Man's like, all right, well, I guess Harry's not going to help me, but, you know, of course, we, it's pretty obvious he's going to, so, uh, he tries to fight Venom and Spider-Man, looks like the end of Spider-Man, it's, uh, this Ven- Venom and Sandman, Venom and Sandman, yeah, so, big construction site, Mary Jane hanging from a taxi, the, the police are down at the bottom rooting him on, there's this big police line, everybody brings their kids, uh, to watch Mary Jane potentially tumble to her death, and they're, they're all on Spider Man. Spider Man swings in, and they well, just that's like, a great point, man. They're yeah. just like, yeah, oh, Sp- Spider Man's here. And there's a newscast that literally goes, and Spider Man comes swinging in to save us. Save the oh, whole city. He saves the whole city. Right, yes. And she has an accent, too, but yeah, that was really annoying. The little eight year olds are like, I can't wait for to see Mary Jane go splat. <laughs> exactly. It's like, or, or for huge pieces of this construction site to go flying into yeah. the crowd. There's a uh, so there's a dump truck up there. There's a taxi up there in this yeah. uh, Venom web that he has uh, spun. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Spider-Man flies in, fights Venom. Uh, how do they get him separated from the symbiote? Um. So he he figures out that sound is, and he has a flashback to the bell scene. There's like these. What are they like? Steel bars, essentially that he yes. clang, that he like oh, clang, yeah, hollow yeah. steel bars that he clangs together. Yes, and then he puts a bunch of them in the ground around Venom. That's right. And you know goes ding 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 ding. And eventually, when like, I saw separate. that in theaters, that part, I thought that's actually kind of cool. That scene with the bars in the ground. That's really clever. Like I thought it was clever. Yeah. The vibrations. I was like, oh, that's a pretty good means to an end, if nothing else. Sure. Because I can't drag him all to the church. Um, because you know how hard it is to get Venoms to go to church. Right. Gosh, just gotta drag him there. All right. So yeah, he gets them. There was and a then, joke in uh, there somewhere. And then eventually, I think Sandman just like blows away. He doesn't die. He, he shows really up, defeated. Uh, which he could r- literally kill. Yeah. All these characters, if he had a mean streak about him. Right. But Sandman doesn't have a mean streak. He again could just, just. Sand all into your face, yeah. nostrils, head. Well, yeah. Just yeah. explode your head with well, sand. Well, he was he was gonna smash. I mean, he was smashing him with his fist. Why would you do he, that though? If you just what's, be like, what's the worst part about uh, dealing with sandmen and fighting them is you just get sand everywhere. Like, just, <laughs> oh yeah, like, in those those places where you, oh, you know you, you never have yeah. to go. It's like know? going to the beach. Oh yeah, that's yeah, it's the worst. worst. M- months later, you're worst. like more sand. Anyway, <laughs> and so, he, so he's like, I'm, I've been picking sand out of my Spidey suit for the last two weeks. So Harry slash unnamed Hobgoblin comes in at the last minute to save him, fires off uh, three missiles into Sandman, which suddenly missiles cause him to melt. Yes. Uh, and so that threat has been defeated and then Venom and then Harry. So Hobgoblin is fighting on Spider-Man's side? Yeah, I can't he, remember. he comes to okay. aid Spider-Man, uh, dies in the process, takes a takes a couple knives or whatever like bladed something that venom does through the chest and they're like let us get you medical attention he's like no let me <laughs> let me die <laughs> don't don't get me met don't call 911 mary jane just let me die here in your arms i don't want to be in the sequel <laughs> i'm just done with this we don't either i've got to do that movie i've got to do another sony movie called the interview it's gonna be huge <laughs> me and seth rogan it's gonna be gigantic Yep, and then uh, Mary Jane and Peter Parker's rocky love relationship remains unresolved at the end of the movie. Guys, this movie came out only 11 years ago. It feels like, hey, it feels like an eternity ago. We have, hey, okay, since this movie, since this movie came out, we have had, we have had 
Andrew Garfield as as a very melancholy Spider-Man. Yeah. Still not funny. No. Still he, not funny. More funny. I, I think he's more funny than Tobey Maguire, but not... Uh, Tom Holland is like the epitome. Tom Holland is yeah. very funny. Yeah. And, or the writing is really funny, and he's, yeah. and he's able to synthesize oh, I, the writing. I, I don't think we can blame uh, any of the funniness on these actors, honestly. Like, their delivery. I mean, they're, they're given lines to speak. Do you so. think that Tobey Maguire could be funny? No. I, I think if he had, no. be, had better lines, he could have been funnier, but not never as funny as Tom Holland. I think Tom, Tom Holland has a way of delivering lines that's really funny. Think about 2007. Who would you have cast? Let's talk about recasting. Who would you have cast as Spider-Man instead of Tobey Maguire in 2007? Tom Holland is like eight. Yeah, he was a baby. So yeah. it's not in an 2007. Think about actors that were around in 2007. Jake Gyllenhaal was considered. Yeah, at the I think time, he, wasn't he considered for like he may have been what, for Garfield, Garfield too. Yeah. I can't remember Nicholas Cage. He was he was <laughs> he to be Superman at one point. He would have done it. You know, he would have said yes. I'm Spider-Man. So I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis. He can do anything. <laughs> he, looks, <laughs> he looks so young. <laughs> he, he's a method actor, so he could do it. I, I don't have a good answer. No, I don't. Either. I asked a question that has no good answer. Um, what about the guy that played uh, in Terminator Three, who played John Connor? But like a better, if it was a better movie, like not this exact movie, <laughs> but could he have been a, you know, much more sobering Spider-Man? I don't know. I should have done a better job of, of okay. uh, figuring out who I who I could have okay. had in this cast. Kevin James. Kevin James <laughs> as Spider-Man. Dwayne Johnson. Oh my gosh. So anyway, um, let's do this. Uh, let's talk about some goods and bads. What are the goods of this movie? Mm, is there anything good? This the, movie? the okay, so one Spider Man in the black suit, cool, right? Just seeing him in the black suit mm -hmm. was was cool. There was one part that made me laugh in this movie that I was like, oh, that was fun. But it's an old gag uh, where Jame the Jameson's trying to like take his medicine and his secretary keeps buzzing at him. He's like, uh -huh. burr, 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 you know, and he's like reaching for the pills and stuff. That's an old classic gag. But it was hilarious. I, that made me laugh so hard for the stupidest reason. That's it. This movie. Wow. I, that's it. I've got nothing else good to say. about I this liked. Movie. Um. I. I think the potential of what Sandman could do and him in this movie, even. I could see that. I could see that it would have been a decent thing had they used him right. Well, and so that is what the director wanted to do. Like the director wanted to focus on, hey, this is the guy who really killed your uncle, but it was a, it was kind of a mistake. A con he's a conflicted. Uh, villain, you know, Peter Parker's really upset about it. He did not want Venom in this movie. He did not want Venom in this movie at all. And Sony was like, hey, people like Venom, so put him in the movie. And he's like, no. And he was a fan of the old, old school Spider-Man comics, like, you know, way, way back. Yeah. He had no, he had never even heard of Venom before he went to go make this movie. Had no, knew nothing about the character, was not interested in the character whatsoever, pushed back hard against the studio not to include him. And they're like, no, 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 you're gonna do it. Fit him in there. Oh. So the whole the whole black suit, he wanted to really focus on Sandman and Peter Parker and have that really be a dynamic, dramatic, you know, thing around Uncle Ben's death. Yeah. But the the multi-villain thing got that was that was all the studio but, forcing but, that. But even multi-villain, they could have just waited on 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 him and done a, a more cohesive job on Venom in the in a fourth movie or something. Right, but they wanted them all to be in this movie. Like this, this in the director, he's acknowledged. Cause I watched some interviews and he's like, "Yeah, this movie's garbage. It's total garbage. 
It's a movie I did not want to make. He wanted to make a Spider-Man 3, and they had talked immediately after this was over about making Spider-Man 4. Yeah. But it didn't go through because he was like, look, guys, either let me make a Spider-Man movie that I want to make. Like, look what I did with Spider-Man 2. It was it was decent. You know, these movies are making money. Let me do what I want to do. And eventually he was like, you know what, guys? Just reboot the franchise. Like, yeah. you guys have all this other stuff you want to do. Yeah. I don't want to make another crappy movie. I want to make a good one. So go ahead and reboot it. Well, I um I thought some of the uh uh I thought some of the CGI for the time wasn't too bad. I thought the casting I don't want to say that. I can't think of a good I thought Thomas Hayden Church as Sandman was okay. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm okay with that, especially at the time. He was pretty big. He did what he needed to do. He was a sad character. Um other than that, man, the casting. Topher Grace was so miscast. Yeah. And, so and, miscast. And we're really getting into the bad there, but I can't think of a good... I can't think of a good... The tone... The tone wasn't bad. It would have been really good if someone in this movie were funny. The tone is consistent with the other two movies. But I'm saying... I will say that. If there were just one person in the movie that were legitimately funny. Mm-hmm. There's not anyone in the movie that's funny. Right. And Spider-Man has to be a little bit funny. You yeah, know? Sure. Anyway, the bads, uh, we can go about everything else. Uh, now, now some of that, I will say this: some of the prop stuff, and in the live chat, that talked about the hoverboard that uh, uh, Hobgoblin used. That was not that was not the worst thing. It, it does look a little weird at times coming in the way it came in, um, but I do like the bomb, the pumpkin bomb that exploded looked pretty cool. So anyway, but on the bad side, here's what I'll say: on the bad side, um, the casting, I from the word go, to, uh, Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man is not a good fit. Right. And I can't, I can't think of a better one right now, but if you'd asked 2007 Jack, I would have... Rewind. If you'd asked 2002 Jack, he would have had a take on... And I'm sure I did at the time have a good take on, we could have had this person or this person. Sure. Instead, we choose the kid from Pleasantville. I guarantee you. <laughs> I guarantee you I said that. We picked the guy from Pleasantville. Why are we picking the guy from Pleasantville? Like anyone was going to listen to me when I say that. Thoughts? Topher Grace is yeah. Awful. Topher Grace is bad. One of the things I really didn't like about this movie is all the coincidental plot stuff, right? It's like, oh, uh, Gwen Stacy, who happens to be my lab partner, is the one that's in trouble at the top of this building while she was doing a modeling gig, who happens to be the girlfriend of Eddie Brock, who's down here at the bottom, who happens to be standing next to the police chief, who's also Gwen Stacy's her father, yes, father, right? Oh, Mary Jane, I'm going to take you to this French restaurant to propose to you. Hey. Hey, Gwen, you just happen to be here. And Eddie Brock happens to be out on the street creeping us out. And I happen to go to the church bell where you're praying to Jesus to kill me. And it's like all this. It's like, what? Please, Lord. This yeah. stuff just does not, you know, it's like I'm Sandman's running from the cops right into a truck full of sand that happens to be. And it's like, come on. Yeah. There's so much of that. And then the dialogue, especially when Tobey Maguire, when Peter Parker, like, becomes bad or whatever. And he walks, he's like, hey. Give us some shade, hot legs. And just like some of the stuff Ugh. that, you know what I mean? It's yes. said, and I'm just like, oh, it's so. He bad. And even in the plot, like when he starts getting really cocky and he's like, you know what? I'm going to have this girl kiss me in front of the whole city and Mary Jane. She is not going to care. And he's like, do, 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 do. And Mary Jane is super whiny in this movie. All she Every scene she's like, I'm storming off. Everything. <laughs> she's super whiny. I I didn't like any of the characters, and the the yeah. dialogue was bad. And that's half the, the battle. The plot driving forward was bad. Too many villains. This movie's garbage, man. It's too many storylines. Like this is easily too the you know the stories storylines of two just 
separate movies, but it just feels like they jammed it all into one. I don't know if they thought that this would be our last chance to tell a Spider-Man story before we have to, you know, reboot it or or cancel the series or whatever. Yeah. But like it just feels like they had all these ideas and they they were like, we can make them all work together. And <laughs> the like, studio was like, mess. hey, we have all these ideas that will make money. And, yeah. and the, that's what they're after. And then, of course, right. And the director's like, I have an idea for a good movie. And they're like, ah, forget that. We don't want that. We want I, money. I think the like the any any studio that's making or even thinking about making superhero movies is learning from Spider-Man 3 to say you can't do multiple villains like that that is too much to follow. This one, Spider-Man 3 and Batman and Robin were the big two like yeah. ooh get like that's made true. some that's people true. gun shy and this is like this is what not to do which yeah. Batman and Robin had too many villains too. Right, right. And too many heroes right. and you know all of it. So yeah, keep it focused, and, and we've learned that. I've, every superhero movie, almost every superhero movie that's come out since, has had one main villain, or maybe just like another, you know, right. side like side person. But and I, I know we did Venom last week. Man, dude, this Venom was. So, I mean, he sound like his screeching sounded like a sick bird. So he, <laughs> Eddie Brock is Eddie Brock and Venom are supposed to be almost the complete opposite of Spider Man. Topher Grace is kind of like you said almost a clone of peter parker's character and then it's like oh he instantly has all these spider-man powers and it just was so poorly executed and that's because the director didn't even know who venom was until it's like okay yeah throw him in there whatever yeah and here's how we i think you'll sound like this so poorly and i'll say another thing about i can't stand superhero movies where the bad guy knows the identity of the superhero oh, like these I, guys did because it's like hey instead of having this big elaborate battle why don't we just be like Hey everybody, the Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Here's his address. Uh, and here, by the way, we're gonna free everybody from prison because we have superpowers and we can do that. Yeah. So go get them, guys. Yeah, and yeah. And just like you know, you could do, but but no, we're gonna have this whole. Well, like, there's an unwritten rule. There's <laughs> like, some there's some unwritten rules. I know, like, but I it's just like, can't. Well, but it's like Sandman that. could literally just kill all those people, right? But there's this unwritten rule of where you know I'm gonna fight you just hard enough not to kill you, right? I'm gonna punch you with my gigantic sand hand. Just hard enough to pound you into the ground, like, uh, you know. A I, nail. I think why why Disney's been so like powerfully uh, successful with their whole MCU franchise is they took all the tropes that were like, I mean, just plague these 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 early Sam Raimi Spider Man movies and just said we're not going to do any of them. Like we're we're just going to get when we make our films, we're going to take all those tropey things that people are going to expect tropey. and and we're not going to do them. Like we're just going to make we're just going to make a solid plot, a so, yeah. solid film, you sure. know. So these movies like are painful to go back and watch. As yes. we uh better to lose our radio audience here as we go to just the straight up podcast audience. Uh radio th- folks, thanks for tuning in. Uh Jake, thanks for coming on. Yeah, my pleasure. Um this movie is definitely a uh, three for me. Five. Five. Wow. I had to. Ch- I I'm, had to gonna choke go, through this to watch it. Again. I'm going to go four. It's it's one of the worst superhero movies I've seen. Radio folks, see you soon. Um. So, uh, with that said, uh, a three for me because it was bearable at times. But it does look a lot like a. It was done on a soundstage. A lot of it. Um. But I could see a five. This yeah. is bad, bad, bad. It was bad, bad. The, the, a lot of the acting is bad. I could not stand James Franco. Just take him out of the film completely. Um, I agree with that. Ma- Mary Jane Watson, what, throughout the series, I think all three, this is indicting of all three movies, but she basically is just 
something to be saved. Like she doesn't really right. have like an actual personality right. or like anything to contribute to the plot. Um, there's like a little love, if I remember correctly, there's like a little love triangle thing, like with Harry, at Harry, some point, Harry yeah. loves her, but then Peter loves her. And it's just like, I mean, she could have honestly been scrapped from the movie. It wouldn't have changed a whole lot. I mean, I know there's like the love interest thing and the jealousy and all that kind of stuff, but like give Kirsten Dunst something interesting to do. And I, I think M MCU has learned from that. Like they're like, we're not going to treat women as, as just an object to be saved. <laughs> like they're going to have like their own role in, you know, and, and moving the plot forward or saving saving the day yeah um so yeah i i think the acting the the character the the immense amount of characters and just the sloppy use of characters i think was just it was like unforgivable for me like right. even as i was watching it in 2007 i was like what are they doing what is going on sad yeah it's sad it's a total misuse i, I of think good character going back to goods though like for the time, especially in 2007, I felt like a lot of the CGI, CGI was pretty impressive. Like, and that, I think that's why I liked Sandman so much because he felt powerful on the screen. Like, uh, with the audio and the big screen, like seeing this in theaters, like, yeah. I was like, man, he is a force to be reckoned with. How is he ever going to take this guy down? Um, but outside of like the prettiness of it, and that doesn't hold up in 2018, um, it's, man, it's like, what do you hold on to? What do you, what do you grasp? as you're watching this film in 2018 like what do you hold on to you're like this is going to power me through this film well and now see now you get into superhero stuff like this that's been rebooted twice yeah and so now this isn't canon this isn't anything it's like yeah it's it's nothing it's not part of the marvel universe of current times you could go back and say it's some again you could jj abrams it and say it's some alternate universe or some other timeline or some whatever. Here's you a, could change it up. Here's a question. Do I mean Miller's old enough? He probably actually has seen these movies, but yep. um, like so, my daughter is two. Do I even show her these movies? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if they're if they're not canon, if they're not part of the MCU, like, and and the performances aren't particularly great. Like, I want her to learn about superhero superheroes and and some villains and stuff like that that I think are important for like I'm already teaching her about Marvel characters and stuff like that right now in book, yeah. in book form right um, and Dead, she, like Deadpool I know she's a huge <laughs> right, right. She's, too, she's a huge <laughs> Deadpool fan yeah folks. she loves it um, yeah, she just loves it when Wolverine just eviscerates uh, some of his foes but um, but yeah, I'm, I'm teaching her about the X-Men and stuff like that through books but like I, I'm not even sure that she would even care to watch these movies like this movie, when I when I watch it and I think about it, I go, the only reason that someone's going to see this is if it's on TV on like a Sunday afternoon as just the movie that's playing. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know? Yeah. yeah. No one's going to see. You, I, go like, do you, you know think what I'm so? in the mood for? Let's. Hey, hey, Jack, you want to come over? You want to come over on Saturday <laughs> and pop in Spider-Man 3? I think. That there's there, some, there are, I guarantee you this. Nobody there are, has bought these movies. But hold, right, hold on, right. though. I, I guarantee there are thousands of people. Thousands, I won't say millions, but I'm going to say thousands of people that still, there are thousands of people that still say, this is the best Spider-Man. No. Hey, hey, this movie, this that. movie made $900 million. I know. It's Someone is holding on to, <laughs> you know how this works. It's there so are things that I enjoy that no one that's else true. enjoys. Yeah, that's true. That nobody else I, enjoys. I think each Spider-Man franchise has gotten better. Like the, I agree, and the, I agree. Andrew Garfield was better hey, than Tobey Maguire. Tom Holland is, and and the way they're do it's the writing, 
And it's the place he's at in time. He lucked out to be the Spider-Man in the play. I'm telling you, if they would have, for whatever reason, hiccuped their way to a Tobey Maguire scenario where he's still around, and he really it was, there's a year difference between this movie and Iron Man. Yeah. Are you really? When everything yeah. started. Yeah, I guess Iron that's Man's right. 2008. 2008. Wow. When everything, everything that is current in superheroes, 2008 is when it started. What a difference! Now I will Everything say this, changed in and we talked about we talked about the Dark Knight stuff, the Dark Knight trilogy today. Yeah, I find that to be still some of the best stuff. I know Bane, yeah, the Bane grumble yeah. voice, but the Dark Knight movie, the second oh and the tr- is that just, first one. It just as not just a suit, just a movie. I mean, yeah. that is just that is a masterpiece. Yeah. And now the first, is a masterpiece. I really and I really liked the take on Batman in that in the in Batman Begins. And I really liked The Dark Knight. And the third one was a good ending. It was okay. Bane could have been different. And they used Bane as a tool, basically. And that's basically what I ripped on people when they did Batman and Robin. They used Bane as a tool. So, anyway. Well, the good news is, going forward, Tom Holland will play Spider-Man in a lot of movies. Like, more than three movies. <laughs> so, I, I'm, exci- hope. I'm excited to see him actually grow yeah. up as Spider-Man. We've never been able to do that. What if he hits like a super gross spurt and becomes like six foot eight? <laughs> what happens? He's six foot eight. Hey, hey, how's he? <laughs> how's he taller than the Hulk? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Reshoots. I digress. Reshoots from different angles. Uh, uh, Jack's right though. There is a uh, pre two thousand eight superhero movie world, and there's a post two thousand eight super movie world, and this is pre. And I don't know that I'll show her these, these movies honestly. Get, what, what's what would be the point? Is kind of the question. I'll say this. So. I watch uh, Batman and Robin. I've watched it. I sat down <laughs> and watched, watched it with Miller. He loves it. He loved it. Are you serious? He thought it was hilarious. Oh, I mean, it's a live action cartoon. <laughs> and, and hilarious and fun. Wow. And it was like, he was like, this is really fun. This is good. This is really cool. Uh, I, hope, I hope Poison Ivy doesn't kiss anybody. That's what he said. <laughs> wow. I was like, okay. Okay. Maybe I'll give it a second chance. Well, thanks. But Miller. you're not eight. <laughs> <laughs> you do have to be eight to appreciate yeah. it. Right, right. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, um, anything else, guys? Anything else? Can you do me a favor, Phil? I want to one segment we're going to add here at the very end, and it's called. Uh, I guess we're going to talk about our Remember, next week double. Yeah, we're going to okay. watch some. But before we get there, so two things. Pull up on the YouTube. Um, type in. Uh, who steals a cheeseburger? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna come over here to Phil's mic. Okay. So we're gonna go with, uh, we're gonna go with the 140 one, but don't hit it yet. Don't okay. Hit it yet. All right. So a uh, new segment here. We are in the Ozarks. This new segment is called Hillbilly Headlines. And this first one, if you want to go on YouTube, just type in "Who steals a cheese grater." Uh. Crank that up, Phil. Let's hope the sound's right. I know we're on the fly. I know that's not your favorite thing of all time. Fronting someone suspected of burglarizing your home is never a good idea. A Floyd County man found that out for himself after having a gun pointed at him when he did just that. WYMT Sean Allen talked with the victim in that case. 
Officials say meth is on the rise, and as a result, so is crime. Must have been a bad batch around here because Floyd County's went crazy in the last four days. Neighbors notified oh, wow. Mason Tackett that his cousin, Philip Matthew Hagens, was seen carrying items from his house. When I finally got down here to the house to look see what happened, the door was standing wide open. It looked like he was packing up for a yard sale when he came out. And that <laughs> is when he confronted Hagens. He was lying, throwing his hands and saying stuff like, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, you know how rogues do. Blaming on everybody else. <laughs> the confrontation took a dangerous turn once Tackett found items belonging to him. He did pull a gun on me when I got back around the house because I guess he thought I was upset with him. Items not normally the target of a would-be burglar. Who steals a cheese grater? <laughs> He's got the works, Lysol. He stole an empty bottle of spray. <laughs> what got me the most was my soap. He stole my soap. My soap. Who steals soap? Philip Hagens <laughs> is charged with receiving stolen property and being a convicted felon in with a, a firearm. In a, in a road. Turkey Don't Creek, road. Sean Allen. There it is. WYMT. Uh, so that was Hillbilly <laughs> Headlines. Uh, pretty good. Um, pretty good there. Uh, I'm just going to tell you right now, that, my friends, is darn good. Uh, we're going to start out with a promotional commercial. For Double Double Toil and Trouble, that's right, coming Halloween. That'll be our next episode. A very special episode. I'm Grant super... and Caitlin Youngsma. You, you need to know, folks at home, that we have not watched these. We're, we're going to be reacting on the fly. We, uh, I'm just telling you right now, we... I can't wait to watch these. Uh, the Youngsmas, whenever they come on, they normally come on during a holiday, and they love to do a holiday movie, and this one is a Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen movie. And remember now, we suspend the uh, rule of bringing a theater release movie on if it's a holiday. So Halloween gets one. Christmas, the entire month of December, can be Christmas movies, okay? By the way, th this movie came out almost exactly 25 years ago. So this is the 25th anniversary of this film. So uh, that's actually awesome. Yeah. The uh, the cool thing about this is you if you have Hulu, a subscription to Hulu, you can watch uh, this on Hulu. So if you have a subscription there, if not, there's a uh, untranslated uh, version of it on YouTube in, in Polsky. You can rent it for three dollars from two ninety nine on YouTube, yeah. and I think it's probably on Amazon, et cetera, but et cetera. If you have Hulu, there's no need; just watch it for free. And you, I don't know if you can still go on Hulu.com and just watch certain things on Hulu. You may find out that that's something free you can just watch in there because, oh, good point. boy, I don't know why you'd want to pay money for this, but you may have to. Anyway, uh, there it is. Double, double, toil and trouble. It's Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. It's from, uh, it's from 1993. Uh, here's the uh, promotional commercial for it. It's a Halloween party for the entire family. It's the yearly festival of the witches. Are you saying witches are real? Ashley and Mary Kate Olsen. Get a life. Misha oh. Taylor and Cloris Leach, but it's double toil and trouble Saturday. Uh. All right, so it's not, it's not on Saturday, but you get Meshach Taylor and Chorus Leachman, folks. In one movie? Woo! With Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, that's right. It's the Halloween uh, episode. Uh, it will probably prove what happens on our show is normally, as long as it's a movie that people have heard of, we can do about any movie, and, and we'll get people that will watch, will listen and download or hit, you know just hit play or listen, download, that sort of thing. Um, boy, but if it's a movie that's like, 
very obscure. It doesn't matter. I could literally have Will Smith on here, but if he was coming on here talking about, I don't know, time chasers, they'd be like, no. And I'm serious. It's all about the movie, whatever the movie is. So huh. uh, We're going to watch this other one, too. So this, I'll explain this one. This is actually a promo that premiered on TGIF. Oh. <laughs> if you were alive in the 90s, you know Thank about it. Thank God, it's Friday. <laughs> so this is them actually like just talking directly to the camera and saying you need to watch our movie. Here's our monster tip number three. Don't you dare miss our movie. Don't watch it alone. And don't go trick or treating alone on Halloween. Have someone bigger. (laughs) While we hang with Frank, you should hang with Mr. Cooper. Boy, they got a treat for you. (laughs) Hanging with Mr. Cooper. So good. Okay, well, there you go, folks. Uh, Thanks for tuning in live chat. Thanks Thanks for listening in. Guys, tell a friend. Uh, make sure you subscribe, uh, rate, and review, and download our our our, our, our uh, stuff on iTunes. Please go on there, rate uh, rate us a five star review. It helps us out a lot. Uh, if you're a Google person, Google Play. If you're on Spreaker, you can do the same thing. I believe on there as well. Uh, but just folks, go on there. Stitcher's another one. Go on there and just uh, rate us, review us, tell a friend. It helps us out a lot. We appreciate you all for uh, coming in. Uh, and sitting down, we enjoyed having you in. Uh, you're just part of the family. Uh, Jake, you, my friend, you're great. My pleasure. You're always welcome here. Thanks for coming in. You always bring such great insight, <laughs> such great info, and you're just a, a huge part of this show. Thank you. Uh, Phil, um, we couldn't do this without you. He is the show. You are the show, Phil, uh, and we hope... I'm the host. You're the host. So, uh, that's true. And I'm just the... Uh, what am I? The proctor. This is like a test. I'm taking a t- the ACT. We're taking the SAT and the ACT, and I'm proctoring it. Never mind. Uh, I'm not sure what I am some days. Who am I? Where am I? What year is this? 1993? I heard a promo from 1993. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for coming in. Uh, uh, remember, just because it's from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible. Reach for the stars. Follow your dreams because one day those dreams might lead you straight to the top. Number one, USA. Come on down. We got great prices. Uh, free popcorn for the kids. Free air conditioning for the first 35 people in the door. That's right. The Horror Movie Podcast. Come on down. I wonder if anyone listens to the last two minutes of I, our shows. I don't know. I was sitting here trying to think of uh, it's like Carson Daly. <laughs> you guys see who you are. What's that, what's that other guy, uh, Kevin, that does uh, America's Got Talent? <laughs> What's his name? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Was the original host guy? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I was thinking of those people. And then uh, who's who's the other one? Who's the one that does Ryan Seacrest? Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. I, I, I I'm I'm almost and I like the AM radio guy too. I'm a big fan of AM, AM radio guy and fake commercials. So uh, guys, we'll see you soon. Uh, Jasmine in the live chat says, "See you Halloween." Yeah, it's gonna be a fun one. And then um, uh, <laughs> the. Dumb hey in the uh, live chat. Uh, I'm always, I'm never sure what to say, but hey, thanks for tuning in. You guys be good. It's a good villain name. It's a great name. Uh, we'll see you soon. Later, dude. See you, David. Bye. The Horror Movie Podcast is heard weekly on great stations like 88.1 KZ88, South Central Missouri's Public Radio, 104.1 Caps Media in Ventura, California, 103.5 WADR, Janesville, Wisconsin, and 105.5 KFGM, Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. 
The Horrible Movie Podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the horriblemoviepodcast.com.